Hi, this is Melissa with Mixin' Some Magic. Welcome to my podcast. Welcome, welcome. I am back home in my kitchen where I record my podcast. Um, One of these days, I'm going to have a Disney office. I daydream about this all the time. So then I'll be able to record in my office and work in my office, and it's going to be completely Disney-themed. It's going to be amazing. Uh, The only problem is I have too many kids who live at my house. So I just need a couple of them to move out, and I will be ready to go. So, so far that hasn't happened, but a girl can dream, right? Someday, Disney office. I'm so happy you're here. I hope you're having a great week. Everything is going great for you, hopefully. Um, I just got back from a wonderful trip to Disneyland, and I'm actually heading out on another wonderful trip to Disneyland tomorrow morning. I'm recording this on Wednesday, leaving tomorrow morning. So what happened was I had a trip scheduled in January, and I have some good friends from Arizona. I used to live in Arizona, but I have some good friends who wanted to plan a girl's trip to Arizona. And the three of them have work schedules that can be complicated. So I said, just pick any date and I'll make it work. And they happened to pick a date that was just a few days after my January trip. So I'm excited. I've been home for four days, I think, and then I'm turning around and leaving again tomorrow morning. But all of the Valentine stuff is out, and I'll be able to check out the Valentine treats, the Valentine decorations, so I'm excited about that. And I'm excited to just hang out with some of my Arizona friends, so that will be good too. I'm not sure that my husband's so excited about me leaving so close to when I was just gone. My kids don't care. They're so used to me being gone here and there, and they're older, and have their own things going on, so they don't mind as long as I promise to bring them back a raspberry rose macaron. They love them. They're amazing. So I'm going to attempt to bring home two this time. Uh, Last time I put it in my carry-on, not my carry-on, my checked luggage, and it was totally crushed. It's still good though. It still tasted good. So this time I'm just checking a bag. I'm going to try to carry it in my hands the whole time. We'll see. We'll see how it works. So anyway, heading to Disneyland tomorrow. Today I got a text that I should check in for my flight. So I was getting ready to check in and then I got another text saying, oh, your flight's been canceled. So that's frustrating. I usually fly Southwest because we have um, points through them all the time. So I usually fly Southwest out of Salt Lake, but I decided this time to fly an airline called Allegiant, which is terrible. I know they're terrible, but they're super cheap and they're like 15 minutes from my house, which is amazing when I don't have to drive a whole hour to get to the airport. So I was going that route this time, but it just didn't work out because they canceled my flight. Um, So then I had to hurry and turn around and book another flight that leaves out of Salt Lake. And it's just frustrating because since it's, you know, only 24 hours away, then I had to pay a ton of money for it and now I have to drive an hour early in the morning it's leaving earlier than my other one so I have to drive all the way out there and blah 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 I know such such terrible problems for me going to Disneyland I understand that I have these tiny little 
little airline problems and really I'm just lucky, blessed, and fortunate to be going back to Disneyland two weekends in a row and I totally get that. So I'm very excited. Just a little hiccup but it's really not a big deal in the grand scheme of things. I'm really happy that I get to head back to Disneyland again. So today on this episode we're going to be talking about what I did on my last trip. So I did some Genie Plus testing. We're going to talk about that real briefly. And then I did Lunar New Year. I got to experience all of Lunar New Year, which was really great. And I also got to go to a party at Mickey's house in Toontown. So we're going to talk about all three of those things. They were all really fun. It was a jam-packed few days at Disneyland. So I did testing with my friend Chantel from Disneyland Tour Guide. And I think I'm going to be able to get her to come on an episode and talk all about what we learned when we did Genie Plus testing. We took a whole day and we kind of broke it up where we um, had her do the lightning lane and had me go standby and we kind of tried to see if it was really worth buying Genie Plus, if it really made a huge difference. So uh, we did a lot of testing and it was interesting to see the results. So I don't think I'm going to talk about it too much because I want her to come back on and be here with me to talk about it more. Um, We also were in, I mean, it was happening at the end of January, so it was was a lower crowd time, uh, which made a difference for sure. So I think we're going to go back hopefully sometime when it's more crowded. I don't know when that will be, but we want to do more testing on it when it's more crowded so that we can see how it works with higher crowds. Um, We also had our friend Liz with us from Disney Food and Fun, and she was was in charge of the free Disney Genie on the app. So on the app, there's this free Disney Genie that's available to everyone, and it is supposed to magically plan your day for you. So we had her put in the top, I think you can only select nine. So the nine attractions that we were trying to hit first with... Um, in first thing in the morning and then it kind of calculates the best order for you to do things in and supposedly it's I mean Disney says it's this great thing Um, I've tried it out before I wasn't impressed and so we just wanted to see how it compared to what we were doing with our genie plus testing and it was absolutely hilarious we laughed the whole day about it so the first thing it told her to do first thing in the morning, like at rope drop. The park opened at nine. We were there ready to go. We were heading to Space Mountain because that makes sense. And the Genie Plus told her to ride um, on the mad tea party. So the teacups, which wasn't even one of the things that she had selected that she wanted to do. So it had her going on that from nine till 920. But in the morning, it's a walk on. So I don't know if they thought she was going to ride it for 20 minutes, like just keep going through. And so we just laughed all day because it never really did suggest things when it made sense. Like finally it sent, told her to go to Space Mountain, but it was in the middle of the day when it was super crowded. And that's when it decided would be the best time for her to do that. And so it was hilarious. She never actually went on the things it told her to because it just made so little sense but we laughed about it all day we're like oh you're supposed to be on the teacups right now hope you're having fun with that things like that and so she checked it all throughout the day and it was it was fun to laugh about so I cannot recommend the free genie version I do like parts of it 
Um, I like the My Tips boards. You can like see what's coming up for your day if you have dining reservations or if you have a lightning lane reservation, it'll put it on there. Um, it also will tell you like you can look up the the schedules for the shows and things like that. Those are kind of helpful, but other than that, just please don't follow what it tells you to do or you're going to be riding teacups for 20 minutes when you should be on Space Mountain. So don't follow that. It's not helpful. I have seen people follow it just to see how the day would go and they it was like a complete disaster. They ended up not being able to ride on hardly anything that they wanted to and so don't follow that. I'm hoping that they'll make improvements to it down the road, but as of right now, it's just not a good option. I think that right now, if you are not doing Genie Plus, your very best option is to follow my free itinerary. I have a free touring plan, one for Disneyland, one for California Adventure. I update it every single month, so I just got it all updated for February. It's on my website. I'll put a link in the show notes, but um, follow that. It doesn't have Genie Plus included in it. I would like to make another one at some point down the road that does have Genie Plus, but I'm still I'm still testing out Genie Plus and trying to figure out how it would work best. So stay tuned for that. Hopefully it happens. We'll see. But right now, the free Genie, no good. Go to my website and follow that plan. Um, you can also use that in conjunction with the Genie Plus. I would just use that plan in the morning and then switch over to Genie Plus in the afternoon and kind of sprinkle in some non-Genie Plus rides in between while you're waiting for your other um, lightning lanes to come up. All right, that's enough Genie Plus testing talk. I'm going to save more of that for when I have Chantel here. You guys are going to love her. She's amazing. Let's talk about, ooh, should we do Lunar New Year next or Mickey's party? Hmm, I don't know. Let's do, I don't know, Lunar New Year. How about that? Um, I had never been to Lunar New Year before. I think maybe I was, no, no, I don't think I ever have been. I guess I don't really know. If I if I have, then I don't remember. It didn't make a huge impression on me. So this was my first time. Let's just say it was my first time because it felt like my first time at Lunar New Year at Disneyland, and it was incredibly fun. I was blown away by how much fun I had. I, I liked it better than the Food and Wine Festival. I thought it had more things going on, and I thought it was just really well done. So I have a full guide to the Disney Lunar New Year on my website with a foodie printable that you can print out because they have tons of food options. So I will put a link to that in my show notes as well. They have a bunch of kiosks. Oh, by the way, Disney Lunar New Year is held in California Adventure. There's nothing Lunar New Year at Disneyland. It's all just over at DCA. Um, they have different kiosks where you can purchase food. They're all in kind of little sampler sizes, so they're easy to share. So you can buy a sip and saver pass that comes with six tabs that you can turn in for food and drink. Do not take the tabs off. They have to see you take them off after you order. They're like invalid if you break the tabs off before it's time. So don't do that. We did get a couple of sip and saver passes and then we got a bunch of food to try. Uh, we added things up at the end and it didn't really save us any money, I think, but we didn't, it didn't, 
kind of broke even. So if you're looking to buy a sip and saver pass because you think it's going to save you money, it really might not. I don't know that it makes it more convenient either because you have to wait in line to buy the sip and saver pass and then you go and wait in line to buy all the things. So I personally wouldn't buy a sip and saver again. I would just pay for what I want right off the bat. I don't know why people like them so much. They're kind of cute, I guess. You're going to wear them around your neck on a lanyard. I guess if you were really like did your research beforehand and were very particular about what you were purchasing and were only getting the most expensive things, maybe you would save a little bit of money. I don't know. I haven't sat down and done all the math on that. But I didn't think it was worth it to wait in the extra line. Also, please don't wait in line at these kiosks for everything you want. You don't have to wait in each kiosk line. So here's what you do. You print out my foodie guide. After you've printed it out, you circle what you want. Then when you go, you get in line at the shortest kiosk line that you can find. Wait in that line and then you order everything you want from my list. It will tell you where you get it and what it is and you can just go down and tell them everything you want then you pay for it right there. So even if they don't have it at that kiosk, you can still order it. You pay for it right there. They'll give you a receipt. Most important thing is do not lose your receipt. You have to save it so that you can pick up all your items. And then you can take your receipt to the pickup line. So they have a purchase line and a pickup line. You can take your receipt to the pickup line and just show them your receipt at the different kiosks and they'll give you your items and you're on your way. So it saves you waiting in double lines to do it this way. And it's not like you have to get everything right then. If you wanted to spread it out throughout the day, you could totally easily do that. And I would suggest it. So we tried a ton of different things. I had a couple things that were my favorite. I put them all on um, my stories. And then I have a little saved section in the Lunar New Year little icon. So you can click on that if you want to see the pictures. Um, we had these beef belugi short ribs that I thought were really good. There was some shrimp fried rice. I don't eat shrimp because it's disgusting, but everybody that I was with loved it. It came with like garlic bacon edamame and they loved it. They had these garlic noodles, which were so simple. They were basically just spaghetti noodles with garlic butter and Parmesan cheese, but they were good. Uh, if you had kids, they would probably love them, but I thought that's something I could easily make at home. And I like eating things that I can't make at home. There was the Mickey Purple Sweet Potato Macaron, and I was excited to try this. It is a red macaron filled with purple sweet potato buttercream with cream, creme, frage center. I said that totally wrong. I don't know. I don't speak French. It was good. I liked it. It wasn't like the as good I really loved the mummy macaron that they had at Halloween time it wasn't as good as that and it wasn't as good as the raspberry rose macaron obviously I knew it wasn't going to be but I thought it was good I enjoyed eating it I would eat it again uh but not over those other two I liked it better than the caramel one that I've tried and the mint or the peppermint one at Christmas time so it was good I liked it um, man, you guys, I don't know how to say all these words, but we tried a char su barbecue pork bao that I really liked. It had pickled red onions and jalapeno. I took off the jalapeno, but I really liked 
the pork. I thought it was very good. What else did we eat? We ate this Mickey Chinese hot dog bun, which was basically a hot dog bun shaped like Mickey Mouse. So it kind of looked like one of the Mickey pretzels, but it was a hot dog bun. And then it had chunks of hot dogs stuck in it with sesame seeds. It was blah. Totally, totally no good. If you have a child though, then that might be the way to go. But it was, I didn't think it was good at all. We did try, this isn't part of the Lunar New Year, but it popped up and I wanted to tell you about it. The lemon churro bar, which was very good. The lemon bar churro, that's what it's called. It's a churro rolled in crushed vanilla wafer sugar with a tart lemon drizzle. Thought it was very good. I wanted extra lemon, so I might ask them to do extra lemon next time. Uh, We also tried the spicy pork dandan noodles, which are pan-fried noodles with ground pork and a spicy tri-chili blend sauce. I thought it was good, but it was a little too spicy for me. I'm kind of a baby with the spices. Uh, We had some Korean-style barbecue chicken with steamed white rice, kimchi, pickled cucumbers, and sesame seeds. I thought that was good. Some of the people that I was with loved it, but I thought it was good, but not my absolute favorite. We also had a pork bon me sandwich oh you guys i'm so sorry i'm butchering these words but it was a sandwich on this really yummy baguette with pickled daikon carrots cucumber jalapeno cilantro and seasoned mayonnaise on a crispy baguette and i thought that was very good i did take off the jalapenos but i really liked that one i ordered some orange cotton candy and for the life of me tried to get a good picture of it it was falling off the stick So I ended up with this stupid picture of it. You can see it on my Instagram stories if you want. I liked I like trying the different flavors of cotton candy. I tried the cinnamon one back at Christmas time, and that was pretty good. The orange is good. So I enjoyed it. Uh, We tried the worst drink I've ever had. It's called a dancing firecracker. It's non-alcoholic. We didn't even read the, the description before we bought it. But it's pineapple juice, guava puree, spicy honey syrup, hibiscus syrup, and lime juice. It was spicy. Not like a tiny bit spicy. It was like spicy, weird, disgusting. I don't even know what made it spicy. I guess it was the honey syrup, but it was terrible. I couldn't even choke it down. Some people, I mean, I saw other people drinking it. I don't know. It tasted like fruity Tabasco sauce. It was absolutely disgusting. So I wouldn't recommend that. Don't get that. Um, So those are a few of the things that we tried. I also tried, oh, I don't even have these saved on my highlights. I tried this like a brown sugar bao bun that you can find over by Raya at Redwood Creek Challenge Trail and that wasn't good at all. I thought it just tasted like nothing. Like there was no flavor at all, just a little bit of sweet. I wasn't impressed. I would skip that Um, They also had over there a white, a blue white hot chocolate. I got that and I really liked that. I thought that was really yummy. I ended up accidentally spilling it all over the ground in front of the Mickey's spinning wheel of death and it's kind of embarrassing. There was no one around to tell so I ended up just leaving this huge bright blue puddle. Kind of felt bad about that but what are you going to do? So besides the food, they also have lots of fun entertainment. They have this little parade, kind of like a mini parade called Mulan's New Year 
Mulan's Lunar New Year procession. And it's really cute. It starts over by the Pixar Pier doors over kind of across from the Silly Symphony Swings. And it just goes up near Little Mermaid, turns around and goes back. Short little parade. What I love the most about it is you don't have to wait to see it. You know how like the parades you just need to get there an hour, hour and a half, two hours before to even get a good spot? Not with this because it happens multiple, multiple times a day. And so you can just walk up a few minutes before it starts, grab a spot, watch it, and it's great. It's really cute. It's probably only like four minutes long, perfect amount of time, but there's Tigger and Chip and Dale are in it and they have this really cool dragon like a Chinese dragon that they kind of swing around that's really awesome and they have lots of dancers that come through and there's Mulan and Mishu and some drummers and and then they have Goofy. I'm not sure why, but they've got Goofy. It's all very cute. So make sure you see that. I've heard people say go at night because it's so much better at night because they light up the dragon and I went both to see so I could tell you which was better and honestly, I didn't think that going at night was better because they light up the show. They have these street lights, so it's very bright. So you can't even really tell that the dragon's really that lit up. So I wouldn't like, you know, ruin your whole day or rearrange everything in your life to be there to see it at night. You could just see it when it's convenient to you. And I don't think it makes or breaks the show. We did go and see Raya. She's from Raya and the Last Dragon. Uh, you can find her over by the Red or inside the Redwood Creek Challenge Trail. When we were there, then she didn't show up until two o'clock. So we asked the cast member. I've heard the line for her gets long. So we asked the cast member how, what's the best way to see her? And he said, just come in here around 1.30, line up here. And then as soon as we open up the line, you'll be the first people in. So we were the, actually the first people in. We did that, got in line first. Uh, but there was this little girl behind us and she was dressed up like Raya and she had a little dragon, her little Sisu dragon toy. So we let her go in front of us because she was so excited to meet Raya. So she went first. But the area to see Raya is they have it usually at Christmas time. That's where Santa is. So they have it kind of set up for meeting and greeting characters. They have lots of beautiful lanterns hanging up. And these lanterns, they light them up at night. And those are worth going back to see at night because they are gorgeous. So that's something that is worth it. So we got to go meet Raya. That was really fun. Took some pictures with her. I enjoyed that. If your kids love Raya go for that. You'll love it. Over by the Paradise Garden Grill, they have a lot of Lunar New Year things set up. They have a wishing wall so you can make New Year's wishes from 10 a.m. to 6 p.m. So they have these little cards that you can write your New Year's wishes on and then you tie them to a wall. It's really cute. I loved seeing just this wall full of hanging wishes and oh man it made me like feel a little emotional just all these people writing down their hopes and dreams for the next year I loved it very nice um over in Paradise Garden Grill you can also meet some characters they rotate between Mickey and Minnie in their lunar new year outfits Tigger because it's the year of the tiger so they have to get Tigger in there and then the three little pigs which I do not know why the three little pigs are there if somebody does know tell me because I would love to know uh, they have two pigs that look happy and one that looks mad. So there you go. I don't know why, but they are there. 
Tigger was very cute. I got to meet him. Oh, and Mulan and Mishu. Did I say that? Mushu, not Mishu. Mushu. Mulan and Mushu are also there. Um, of course, Disney has bunches of Lunar New Year merchandise that you can buy, which was really fun. They're kind of all in red and gold colors. Very pretty. Oh, before I forget, they have calligraphy that over by Paradise Garden Grill that you can use or use that you can get. It's really fun. So it's hand-drawn calligraphy. They draw it right in front of you. You just wait in a little line. Then you, it's your turn. You get up and they have um, a list of words that you can choose from. You go up and you tell the person which word you want and then they just draw it right in front of you with this beautiful brush, this ink. So I chose love. They drew it right there and it was really fun. Then it's free and you get a little keepsake to take home to remember Chinese New Year by. So I thought that was fun. They also, last thing I want to talk about, they have a little craft station set up in front of the Little Mermaid little craft tables, and you can go sit down and create a little craft with your kids. I didn't do that. I didn't have kids with me, but that was pretty fun. It looked like kids were enjoying that. So that's Lunar New Year for you. I'm excited to head back again and just do it all again with my friends. Check it out. Now I know which food to get and which food to avoid. I'm not getting the spicy dragon. That's not what it's called. What's it called? The firecracker dragon? Dancing dragon? I don't remember, but I'm not getting that for sure because it was terrible. Uh, Let's take a quick break and when we come back, we can talk all about the party at Mickey's house because it was a party. Don't go anywhere. You're listening to Mix in Some Magic. If you're heading to Disneyland this year, you know what I'm going to say. You need Getaway Today in your life because they are the best. Seriously, the best. Best customer service, best prices, best deals on hotels. They have layaway plans. They're so flexible. Things come up. You need to change plans. They don't care. You can do it. They're amazing. I can't say enough about them. I've been using them for 15 years and I love them. I won't buy my Disney tickets anywhere else. So you need to book with them. If you want to go in 2022, Book a trip now. Disney raises their prices all the time. We never know when it's going to happen. They just do it overnight and all of a sudden the prices are higher. If you think you want to go or you know you want to go, don't wait. Book your tickets now so that you're ready to go. If prices increase, it doesn't matter because you're locked in at the lower price. So go to the link in my show notes. Get away today. Check them out. Buy your park tickets. If you combine them with a hotel, you can use my code MSM10 to save $10. This is awesome because you can buy yourself an extra churro and you know you're going to want a churro. Check them out. I know you're going to love them. The link is in my show notes. All right, I'm back. Let's talk about the party at Mickey's house. So I've talked about this a little bit in the past about how 
Toontown was opening up Mickey's house to guests who wanted to pay extra to have a party inside Mickey's house. Now, Mickey's house has been closed since the they reopened from the pandemic. So Toontown reopened, but you weren't able to go into Mickey's house anymore, which has been sad because if you've ever been inside Mickey's house, oh my goodness, it's amazing. Very, very fun. They've got so many interactive things, which I think is why they weren't having it open anymore. There's just so many things to little, little things to touch and explore. And so I think that's just easier for them to close that kind of thing during the pandemic. So they have had Mickey stand outside his house, but Mickey's house has been closed. Minnie's house has been closed. Goofy's house and Donald's boat are closed, but they have opened up Chippendale's tree house recently. So they announced that they were going to let people go inside Mickey's house for a party. Um, and I was really excited. I was hoping I'd be able to go, but I didn't know how I would swing it. It's $350. You can have up to 10 people with you, 90 minutes inside Mickey's house. And it sounded really fun. But I'm like, where am I going to find 10 people who want to go to Mickey's house? Um, the tickets are not, the tickets don't include your park admission or reservation. So you still have to have tickets. And I thought, oh, I'll be there at the end of January anyway. Wouldn't that be fun if I could go? Uh, but I decided not to stress about it because I just didn't think I could pull it off. But then I heard that my friend Kristen from the Happiest Club on Earth and my friends from Getaway Today were hosting a party there. So I sent a few quick messages and said, can I come? I'm dying. I want to come to Mickey's house for a party. And they said, of course, come. So I got to jump into their party and it was really fun. Let me tell you specifically what's included in this Mickey's house party so that you know as we go along what it was all about. During this 90-minute gathering at Mickey's house for up to 10 guests, you and your loved ones can take a group photo with Mickey and receive complimentary downloads of the Disney Photo Pass digital photos taken during the event, decorate cupcakes, participate in hands-on crafts and games designed to delight little ones and grown-ups alike, get quicker entry to Gadget's Go Coaster at the end of your celebration, and Disney Photo Pass is included. So the experience takes place January 19th through March 6th. The cost of the experience is $350 per group. Payment is due at the time of booking. So that's what I knew about it going into it. And I wondered how they were going to entertain a group of adults. But they did it. I was thoroughly entertained. So let me walk you through what happened at Mickey's party. Uh, we checked in at his house and we were each given a little lanyard that said celebrate in Mickey's Toontown that we wore around. And then we had two party guides that were the tour guides. They were assigned to our party and they first walked us through Mickey's house. So we got to kind of walk through along the way she was having us spot different things. And when we would spot them, we were supposed to yell hot dog. Um, I would have preferred to walk through without trying to spot things because I was so excited to be in there and taking pictures and videos and it was a tiny bit emotional. I know that's silly, but being back in Mickey's house was a little bit emotional and I was just not wanting to look for Mickey's wrench and things like that. I just wanted to be there and experience it. I didn't look for any of the things that she wanted us to look for. I just enjoyed walking through his house and taking it all in and being back. It's so cute in there. I really hope they keep it 
similar because they're changing Toontown. They're closing it down in March. It's going to be closed for a year. They're doing a whole change of Toontown, but I hope that Mickey's house will stay intact. I really have no idea if it doesn't. I hope it's just as cute. It's really fun. So we walked through all of Mickey's house and then we got to go meet Mickey Mouse. So in if you've been there before, they have this theater type room where people wait and they're usually showing Mickey cartoons. So that's where we got to meet Mickey. Um, they had a photographer there and the photographer was with us the whole afternoon. So she took tons of pictures of the whole event and we got complimentary downloads they just showed up on our app so we were able to use those so that was fun that so if you go there for a party you don't have to worry about taking pictures of all of the celebration that's taking place you can just enjoy your time there without having to worry about pictures so we got to go in and meet mickey and that was really fun we had 10 of us and we each took a turn taking pictures with mickey and he interacted with everybody and then we did a big group photo so that was fun next we went into the party room and this is the room that you used to meet mickey in before the pandemic closed everything down so we went into that room they had the boat set up. I don't know if you remember it. They have the boat. And so we went in there and they had several little tables set up and they had celebration hats with Mickey ears for us to color. So we colored hats and the whole time the guides just chatted with us. I don't remember the last time I colored anything, but it was actually kind of fun. Sit down and color and we just chatted and the guides were talking and being really interactive. They gave us these cards that we could get stamps on as we did all of our activities. So there was playing the hot dog game, which was walking through Mickey's house and spotting things, taking a photo with Mickey, decorating a cupcake, a game, ride an attraction, do a craft. Those were the things that were on the schedule for our day. So we played bingo. That was fun. I won bingo. So I won a Mickey Mouse balloon, but I didn't yell hot dog like I was supposed to. I yelled bingo. So they made me do a dance for my balloon, which I did not love. I'm not a dancer, but I wanted that balloon. So I did it. Um, then we played a few more party games that I was like, how are these people going to entertain adults? But we were all happy to be there and we actually had a lot of fun with these party games. Uh, we did one where we lined up kind of like telephone, but instead of talking to each other, we were acting out different Disney things. So we were acting out Sleeping Beauty and then we would try to guess it. So it would kind of go down the line until the last person saw the actions that had kind of been changed through the line and then they had to guess what it was. So that was really fun. Next, we decorated our cupcake. So if you didn't want a cupcake, they also had a fruit plate or a cookie you could choose instead. I went with the cupcake and it was really good. They had tons of frosting. Um, they were already in pre-packaged little piping bags and they were already ready to go. So you could just clip them. They had red, blue, and yellow, and then tons of sprinkles. And I could just imagine those kids dumping sprinkles all over everything. I'm sure... It gets messy in there. So we decorated our cupcakes. Um, they were yummy cupcakes too. I wasn't sure if they would be good. You know, sometimes cupcakes aren't good, but they were good. I liked it. Then we got our last stamp and that was the end of the party. It was time for us to go and they took us through Gadget's Go Coaster. The exit, that's part of the experience is you get to go in a shorter line for an attraction. So we were excited to ride on an attraction through the exit the guide walked us through but when we got there then the ride the ride had just shut down and so 
the cast members like you can wait here if you want for it to get up and going but we didn't really want to wait so we said could we go on roger rabbit and she said of course so she took us over and we got to go through the lightning lane to ride on roger rabbit which was fun it was fun to go through the lightning lane fun to experience the attraction i don't love roger rabbit in fact it's like maybe my least favorite ride why do they have it? It's the worst. The line is the worst. And every time I see people in the standby line, I'm like, my goodness, what are you thinking? Stop. Stop it. There's so many other things you could be doing. Don't go in the standby line for Roger Rabbit. Maybe I just feel like that because I hate Roger Rabbit. I don't understand why it's in Toontown. I don't feel like it's a kid movie. I could go on and on. I really hope they get rid of it during the refurbishment. I hope it's gone. Anyway, sorry if I've offended you with my feelings about Roger Rabbit. It's just how I feel. I'm sorry. It ended up being $35 a person, which I thought was a pretty good price for what we got. Um, I mean, if you were going to take your kid to a different type of location and have a birthday party, you would probably end up paying something similar if you were getting, um, you know, a cake and things like that and all the games and if you had a photographer. So I feel like it's probably pretty comparable to other activities that you could, I mean, locations that you could take your kids to for parties. And if you're already in the parks or you're celebrating something special, I think it's a fun way to do it. Or if you do like I do and just get 10 friends together and go and do it, that's even better because then everyone just pays $35. So I thought it was really fun. I would do it again. I would even pay that much just to take my family and a few other people to go and experience it for a fun party type thing on a special occasion. So I liked it. I thought it was great. They did a really good job making it fun and special and I enjoyed it. And I really, maybe it's just that I really liked being back at Mickey's house. It was pretty great. Um, I did get to take a picture next to the wheel driving Mickey's little steamboat. Is it a steamboat? I don't know, to tell you the truth. Driving Mickey's boat. I drove Mickey's boat. That was the thing in the picture. Ugh, never mind, you guys. It's getting late. Oh, I have to go pack. I have to pack and I have to get all ready to go. So I'm ready for my early flight tomorrow. So I'm going to go do that right now but I appreciate you being here I appreciate you listening you guys are the best follow along on my Instagram so that you can see all the fun Valentine stuff I'm so excited to check that out it's gonna be fun so follow along with that if you're not part of my newsletter you need to be I'm giving away a $25 gift card in January or yeah for January it's February now. Um, I'm actually sending the email out tonight to the winner. So check your email. If you're not signed up, sign up. Why aren't you signed up? I give away something every single month. All you have to do is sign up for my newsletter. Don't miss out on some magic mail. It's the best. I'll put a link to that in my show notes. Ah, I think that's it. You guys are the best. Thank you so much for listening. We'll talk soon.